This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Stuffed Milk, the show where we <laughs> stuff things into other things and get stuffed. Yeah. Um, and today we're talking about... Stuffed foods. Yes. Oh, no, wait. The, where we renamed the show. The show is now called uh, Stuffed You Should Know, right? <laughs> stuffed Your Mother Never Told You. Uh, yeah. So this was a suggestion that we got at our live show, which you have, if you haven't listened to it yet, it's out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, like, it was our, I think it was our most fun live show ever. I mean, it was the most fun for us, and that's what's really important. I won't say it was the most fun I've ever had, but it was it was the most fun I've ever had with you. Well, in in at least a year or so. Um, (laughs) what happened last year? I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. Sounds like you had corporate retreat last year. That was really fun in Oklahoma City. Yeah, we we drank cocktails and um, quizzed each other on Jeopardy questions. Yeah, and we did pretty well. We all we all became huge Jeopardy champions. Yeah, after that, especially especially uh, not you. Right. So this uh, about which the more said the better. No, it's you fine. did really well. You were up against an absolutely unbeatable candidate. Yeah, yes. candidate. I mean, and, contestant. And he won, and he won the election. Now he's the the president of Jeopardy. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So the person, uh, and we don't know who it is, but if this was you, thank you. Uh, wrote and put into our hat or fishbowl peppers slash mushrooms slash tomatoes stuffed foods. Is I that what it said verbatim? I think I think so. I didn't really put anything on the agenda about stuffed tomatoes because I doesn't sound like something I would like and I don't know anything about it. Oh, actually, I do. Okay. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to make a note to myself. Is, is a stuffed tomato like that French guy made arpege? Oh, he's done lots of things with vegetables. Okay. <laughs> Probably. Okay, wait, but what, let's do memory lane. Okay, so wait, first of all, before we do memory lane, like I, I arbitrarily decided that what this, how I would interpret this episode, and I was the person in charge of researching this episode, is... That it's about foods that start with the word stuffed. Oh, okay. I wondered. Yeah. So, so like ravioli, yeah, that's a stuffed food, but you don't call it stuffed ravioli, so it is out. Okay. Okay. But like stuffed cabbage, yes. Stuffed tomatoes, sure. Stuffed mushrooms. Stuffed peppers. Stuffed peppers. Stuffed crust pizza. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. Wait, yeah. So when Molly came over, I pulled this uh, stuffed crust pizza out of the freezer and did not explain that this was related to the episode. I assume you assumed it was, but maybe not now that I think of it. Um, Well, and I was drinking some water, so I just gave you a peace sign because that's how you always respond to somebody pulling a pizza out of the freezer. You're like, peace, man. I, yes. 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 But what I said was, should I I make this pizza? Because we were also having stuffed shells and you just like kept flashing me this peace (laughs) sign and I still don't know whether you're expecting pizza or not. It's, it's really added like I'm a frisson sure of either. tension. Ooh, frisson. Yeah. Okay, memory lane. Okay, I don't, I don't really remember eating any of the things that I, I classified as stuffed foods as a kid. Me neither. Like maybe a stuffed pepper once. I also think that, you know, so I, I've, I, I, our longtime listeners will know that, you know, some of my mother's like 1980s and knob and 1990s food snobbery has occasionally, or knobbery. <laughs> occasionally, has occasionally come up in the show. Um, I think that my mom, like, you know, if she were throwing a party or something where you would need to have canapes, yeah, she would never have done a stuffed mushroom. A stuffed mushroom was like too retro. <laughs> Did have you ever realize that this is not uh, like strictly true, but almost you can't spell jackanapes without canapes? <laughs> I think we did a canapes what are, episode. What are jackanapes? I think jackanapes are like uh, like misadventures. Really? Uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like silliness. Huh, I've never heard this word before. Are you sure you're pronouncing it right? Are you sure it Pretty isn't like sure. jacanapes? It's, it's jacanapes. <laughs> it's pronounced jackalope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, so, but so, here's the deal. So Hold your on. mom would make canapes. No, would no, not but make like canapes. you know, my mom was on like a lot of boards and things, and mm-hmm. she like helped organize fundraisers where there would be like canapes and like past hors d'oeuvres. Oh, was she was she uh, like on the board of the <laughs> Oklahoma Canapé Society? <laughs> anyway, so but my mother never would have done something like stuffed mushrooms because that was just too retro. It was too like just Yeah. It was it, retro even then. It was retro okay. even then. I feel like now it's fully come around. The word I was trying to think of is antics. I think jack and apes are like antics. Ah, uh, okay. Great. I'm glad you got there. Anyway, so I did not grow up with stuffed mushrooms, stuffed peppers, stuffed tomatoes, stuffed shells. I think if I had grown up in, you know, I wonder if Brandon did, because I think of some of these things as being very Italian-American. I'm pretty sure he grew up with stuffed shells, mm-hmm. maybe some stuffed peppers. Okay. That seems like a real vegetarian thing in the 80s and yes, 90s. And, and I did have stuffed shells as a kid, for sure. Oh, so I lied. Everything I've said God. up to this point has been an absolute lie. It's just one of my one of my antics. I'm up to my. <laughs> You're up to your jackalopes. You know what? I, I would love to say to someone like genuinely, like sometime <laughs> in my life, I am sick and tired of your antics. <laughs> and I am a dad, so it seems like yeah, I should I be able say, to say this that. Seems like something one says to their teenager. <laughs> but but I think I would start laughing before I got to the word antics, and it would take all the punch out of the line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, tell me about the, the stuffed shells of your youth. So I'm pretty sure they were very similar to the ones that I made for us this morning in the sense that they are uh, like big pasta shells stuffed with a like ricotta mixture that probably has an egg in it and some parmesan and uh, some kind of parsley or basil or both. And would they have had a meat sauce or a marinara? I th- don't remember for sure as a kid. It, like either one makes sense to me. Okay. I did marinara today. Okay. 
Well, we're going to talk more about stuffed shells oh, in a minute. Sure. So, because I recently made them for the first time before we even discussed doing this episode. Do you think it was a premonition? I think it was. I think it was. My I, uh, my jackalope ears this... were twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but jack- jackalopes oh. aren't really known for their ears, but for their antlers. Can you hear through your antlers? Wait a minute, I thought jackalopes were the things that were like large bunnies. Oh yeah, I guess they're but they're bunnies with antlers, right? <laughs> We've got to look this up. We do have to look this up. Okay, pause. Okay. Look it up. Bunnies with antlers? Does yes. that exist? No, it's a, it's a made up thing. The jackalope is a <laughs> mythical animal of North American folklore. I thought it was real. <laughs> this is Wikipedia. It's a mythical animal of North American folklore, in parentheses, a fearsome critter, described as a jackrabbit with antelope horns. Wait a minute, I thought that it was real. It's very much not real. Let me see. But you can buy a fake taxidermy jackalope at some dumb jackalope store. So, oh, okay, I get it now. A jackrabbit with antelope mm-hmm. horns. Yeah, it's it's like it's a it's a portmanteau animal. <laughs> portmanteau. It's like it's like a <laughs> the fucking good thing it was Sharknado, which is not two animals. Um, but but like the Sci-Fi Channel got like like octo croctopus. No, that's a thing from Donkey Kong. Molly, please save me. <laughs> Did you know that the Wyoming Legislature has considered bills to make the jackalope the state's official mythological creature? Wait, I think it's most, a good idea. Do most states have mythological oh, creatures? Definitely. I so mean, would that be Washington State Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Yeah. Okay. Alaska Yeti. Um, California. Okay, what, New Jersey, the Jersey Devil. Uh, I've never heard of that. It's a thing. Uh, California, um, Um, I feel like, I feel like, like, the the, surfer, the the surfer, like, you've never, you know, there are fuzzy photos, but like, there's always (laughs) lots of spray for the waves (laughs) and stuff, and we're just not, lots of hair, we're not, exactly, we're not sure whether the surfer is real, (laughs) the bank robbing surfer. Okay. Anyway, all right. Okay. Well, I'm. I can't. I'm learning so much on this show already. Me too. Let's talk about stuffed foods. Okay. How about stuffed peppers? Never had them. Never. Oh, I've, actually, I've had them. Do you know where I've had them? <laughs> now, you, now who's lying? <laughs> I think I'm. I feel pretty sure that I had stuffed peppers in like my high school cafeteria. Yeah, that sounds like where you'd find them. They can be stuffed with like ground meat, usually like tomatoes. Also, sometimes rice. Sometimes. Yeah, rice. Yeah. I was thinking like people like to get excited and throw wild rice in there. Sometimes I think they like to get wild. <laughs> Anyway, um, can I can I uh, share a pet peeve? Sure. Sometimes people will say, and like I feel like this started in one place and has been copied and pasted <laughs> around, like a meme that uh, you know wild rice isn't really a rice; it's an aquatic grass. <laughs> right? Have you ever heard someone those, say those this? Are, those are sea beans. Yes. Well, I mean, it's true, but rice is also an aquatic grass. So get over yourself. That's my rant. Wow, that was fiery. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm, I'm, it's going to take me a minute to digest that. Right. First I, of all. Have, I've never actually seen rice growing. I've seen lots of pictures of rice patties. You've seen rice growing in Japan. Yeah, but that's like riding by a rice paddy yeah. on a train at high speed. Like, I don't have any concept of what form it is when it comes out of the ground. I mean, it's, it's, it's a grass. 
and then where's the rice on it? It's uh, the kernel. Where's the kernel? I mean, it's the seeds. Like so, you know, when when uh, like like lawn grass like overgrows and gets like the inflorescence at the top. Yes. Um, like that's that's where the rice would be on the right on the rice plant. Okay. And you, and you like shake it out. I think. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, now I'm getting in trouble. I wish that you had said infructescence instead of inflorescence because I love You're the right. idea of like a lawn covered in grass that's fruiting. Like imagine what it would be like to just like sort of get down on your belly and mow it with your face and yes. eat the fruit. I mean I mean grass does fruit. It's just like a really like tiny I was going to say insignificant, but like, why am I picking on grass now? I was going to say inconsequential. <laughs> yeah, so tiny, I was going to pick inconsequential on it. fruit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Matthew, so. It's um, probably in a keen. So hold on. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, also stuffed peppers. I mean, there are many cuisines in which stuffed peppers show up. I know. I mean, f- for one thing, let's talk about chili rellenos. What am I thinking? I've eaten chili rellenos. Yes, that's a stuff. I had this exact same process. I'm so glad you're you're wow. going through what I went through okay. a couple days ago when I was researching for the oh agenda. Like, or like, hold on, like uh, peppers stuffed with salt cod. Yes, yeah, like like uh, like Spanish style. Yes, yes, oh, delicious, God. like piquillo peppers. I'm an idiot. No, no, no. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I did exactly be... the same thing. I I heard stuffed peppers. I uh, pictured like Midwestern American yeah. style stuffed peppers, and then I was like, wait, no, there's more. This but is you know what? This is very white American of us. I didn't even have the the. <sighs> epiphany on my own i went to the wikipedia page for stuffed peppers and then started reading and then i was like oh and then i clicked through to the jackalope article and i was like oh yeah i mean i'm still trying to get over the fact that i thought jackalopes were real until a couple minutes ago (laughs) i mean i don't want to like if you believe in your heart then they're real to you june told me that she believes that unicorns and fairies are real and i was like (laughs) more power to ya Hang uh, on to that. Teenager, Hang on to it. Teenager of the show, Iris, like when they were like young, got this this electronic diary thing. Not not electronic diary, but but a diary that when you opened it would make a sound. Okay. Um, like one of these stupid battery powered kid things. Yeah. And uh, it was it was like a fairy themed diary. And when you opened it, it made like like kind of like a bell glissando, like like the turn the page sound from a from a. Uh, Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And every time Iris opened it, I would I would whisper, "Fairies are real." <laughs> it got it was like it got annoying. It was annoying the first time. It was like it was one of my favorite dad jokes of the time. Oh, did was it an attempt at classical conditioning? Uh, like, no, it was just an attempt to to be annoying and draw attention to myself, like all the things I do. That seems right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, tell me more about stuffed peppers. I mean, Iris did think it was funny the first few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so. You've already talked about Spanish pimientos rellenos uh, and uh, like uh, Mexican and Latin American chili rellenos, which can be uh, stuffed usually usually with like uh, you know cheese or uh, or rice, sometimes meat, and are usually like fried and sauced, but they don't have to be. There's a there's a chili relleno <laughs> recipe that I used to make a lot, and I don't know why I don't anymore. Where you um, you broil and or you you roast and and peel some poblano chilies and then stuff them with like a spicy rice mixture mm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, really and then bake them. It's really tasty. What about all the the stuffed peppers around the Mediterranean? So, for instance, I'm thinking like little tiny like piquillo peppers mm-hmm. stuffed with like uh, like tuna, yeah. things like that. Ugh. That's that seems almost wait. Is that a canapé? 
We it's didn't almost do a canopy epitode. Like. epitode. <laughs> we did a crudite epitode. <laughs> I think I'm just now realizing that canapes and crudites are not the same thing. And also that episodes are not the same as epitodes. <laughs> oh, my God. I, th- I think an epitode is one of those mythical creatures. <laughs> it's it's uh, Nebraska's state mythological animal is the epitode. Wait, why Nebraska? First date that came to mind that we didn't already say. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm okay. having fun on this episode. How about you? Yeah. My headache went away finally. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Anyway, so wait a minute, Matthew. You wrote on the agenda that there is a Japanese version of stuffed peppers that you can order at some yakitori okay. places. I've never actually had this, but I have seen it on a TV show. And and like I've seen it in like reviews of, of yakitori places, so I know it is out there. So... At any yakitori place, you can get a, a chicken meatball called skune, which is a, uh, you know, it's a seasoned chicken meatball that's that's uh, skewered and grilled. Mm-hmm. At some yakitori places, you can order either sometimes raw, sometimes cooked green pepper half or quarter and like p- use that to pull the meatball off the skewer and eat it as a stuffed pepper stuffed with this chicken meatball. Oh, Sounds pretty I good, love right? the idea yeah. of that. I did not. I, I totally forgot it existed until I was working on this episode. Oh, I love the idea of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because those Japanese chicken meatballs are very They're good. They're so good. So good. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances, like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, let's talk about stuffed shells. Can let's I, do it. Can I tell you about my stuffed shells last week? <clears throat> yes, please. So, oh, wait. Can we go back to peppers for just a second? We didn't fine. mention jalapeno poppers. Obviously, a stuffed pepper. Oh, my God. Jalapeno peppers. They're the poppers. Yeah. <laughs> They're the epitome of peppers. <laughs> They're the epitome of, of peppers. Um. Anyway, so you know how – do you ever get the New York Times cooking newsletter? I think I do, yeah. I do. And, you know, it, it comes very frequently. Mm-hmm. I feel like it comes like four times a week. It's overwhelming. Well, is it because it's like what you should be cooking today, right? Mm, 
Sometimes. It's usually, I don't think it comes every day. But uh, there's usually like what you should cook this weekend, what you should cook to get through next week. Then there's always one on Wednesday. Because that's food section day. Yes. The one on Wednesday um, usually features, so it's usually written by Sam Sifton. Mm -hmm. And usually he will write in there some sort of a, like just a narrative recipe. Okay. Just in the text, right? I like I like that form of recipe. It yeah. sounds like I'm being facetious, but I do actually like it. No, and he's such a wonderful writer anyway that like even if I don't make it, like it's a pleasure to yeah. read. What he described last Wednesday was he talked about like stopping on the way back from somewhere at his local like Italian market or deli or something and picking up some stuffed shells mm-hmm. to take home and cook with bolognese. Oh, like he bought them already stuffed. He bought them already nice. stuffed and he was like if you can't buy your shells stuffed he was like, I would follow this Craig Claiborne recipe he linked to, just like this really simple cheese stuffing for manicotti or mm-hmm. stuffed shells, very much the same as yours. It uses like maybe two cups of, of ricotta, like two thirds of a cup of Parmesan, an egg, some nutmeg, salt, pepper, mm-hmm. whatever. And then he said, stuff it using a pastry bag. Mm. And I was like, that sounds fiddly. I did not do that. Hold on, hold on. Okay. And then nestle it into a baking dish with Marcella Hazan's bolognese. Cover it up and bake it at 350 or whatever mm-hmm. until it's all bubbling. Well, so I had never made stuffed shells before. Oh. And I happened to have Martella, Marcella Hazan's bolognese only has beef in it. And I happened to have ground beef in the freezer. Okay. I made bolognese. Actually, this wasn't last Wednesday. This was a couple weeks ago. Oh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> like, you would have gotten so many emails. Yeah. Anyway, I made Marcella Hazan's Bolognese <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon so it could just cook, like, low and slow. Which Sunday and what time? Anyway, and then um, then I made the, the cheese stuffing, which was so easy, right? And it turned out, so when I got married the first time, I registered for all sorts of things that I would never register for now. Fondue pot. One of them being um, a pastry bag and tips. Mm -hmm. I still had it. So I dug out my pastry bag. you still got it. I still got it. I dug out my pastry bag with the tip. And I made a complete mess of the kitchen because I've only used a pastry bag like once before. Sure. So it was, ex- like, it was exploding out of like both ends. Uh-huh, great. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but it was the most delicious thing I've made in a long time. And so I think that we should link to that Craig Claiborne yes, recipe sure. and to the uh, Marcella Hazan thing. Anyway, how did you stuff your shells if you didn't use a pastry bag? Because I found it hard, even with the pastry bag, to hold the shell open, get the filling inside. I did have to summon all of my dexterity. I don't know, like I picked the shell up and I I used a spoon and tried and like smoosh as much in there as I could with a spoon and then kind of used my thumb to to get it into any like lacuna that, Mm. that that remained. I don't think that's the right use of lacuna. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay, if we got any any uh, lexicographers on on staff. Yeah, anyway, so my feeling is, Matthew, after eating your stuffed shells today, which were delicious, mm-hmm. I think I like stuffed shells with meat sauce. I mean, meat sauce rarely makes anything worse. Yeah, anyway. I, I, will, I will definitely so try that next time. Good. 
It was so good. I was like, I'm going to make this all the time. I'm now a stuffed shells person. Yeah, I keep meaning to make the the spilled milk uh, bolognese sauce again that we developed for the bolognese sauce that episode. One, it has a bit of gelatin in it, right? Yeah, and some some uh, pureed chicken livers also. Mm. It's, it's it's a real project, but worth it. It's so delicious, and I feel like I need somebody to come hold my hand while I deal with the chicken livers because it's they're difficult for me. Yeah, so... Stuffed shells. We we have some friends in Alabama who uh, who introduced me to the concept that some people call stuffed shells hamsters. Have you ever heard this? Absolutely not. Okay. Is it friends other than just? Is it people other than just your friends? I think so. Oh really? Yeah, because because it was a, one of those situations where like like she was surprised that we hadn't heard this term. So I. Uh, <laughs> Why not gerbils? I don't know. Like like that that would be smaller shells. I what guess. What about rats? We should just call them rats, like roasted rats. <laughs> um, Wife of the show, Lori, knew that I was going to be making stuffed shells this morning for the episode, and we were talking about how how our friends called them hamsters, and so I texted her this morning and said, stop, hamster time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a keeper, right? Anyone? (laughs) Okay. So I think maybe the reason I haven't made these in a long time is because I'm ricotta-phobic. Okay. Like, like, I'm I'm afraid of, like, the texture and, like, the, the, like, gritty bitties and stuff hmm. but but this i enjoyed this very much so i need to get over it is it the texture raw or the texture cooked or both because once cooked it it loses uh it, it's a definitely a better texture yeah so maybe it's that maybe it's like how it looks when i'm like scooping it out of the out of the tub yeah but while i was preparing for this for this uh episode episode and <laughs> and looking for what recipe I wanted to make I was like hey maybe there are some uh, some stuffed shell recipes that don't use ricotta and so I searched for like stuffed shells minus ricotta and what came up was lots of recipes that called for cottage cheese and I <laughs> completely lost my shit yeah yeah you definitely would not use cottage I cheese I don't like cottage cheese I don't want to put it in anything I know there's nothing wrong with cottage cheese or or liking cottage cheese. That's just not where I'm at in life. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. Did you come up with any ones that that are not ricotta or cottage cheese based? Yes, yes. Um, I found one for uh, uh, stuffed shell stuffed with taco meat and topped with cheddar, which has got to be good. That sounds fantastic. Well, I mean, you're basically making tacos. Yeah, but with... Stuffed shells. Shells. Wow, I just had a little epitode in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Should we talk about stuffed cabbage? Yes. Oh, my God. Stuffed cabbage. I love stuffed cabbage so much. I'm going to go out there and say that I think it's one of the most comforting foods. I think so, too. But I don't have never made it except for this one recipe that we've talked about before and we'll talk about again. I've only Um, made it once. Yeah. I like it whenever I come across it. Like the cabbage gets so like juicy and tender. I want somebody, preferably somebody old with like jiggly arm skin Mm -hmm. to make it for me. Oh, yeah. Like like Jello Jigglers style? No, just like, you know, a lady who also like stretches her own strudel like over the table. You know she stretches her own strudel. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I, I think what I'm saying here is so I I had a Polish grandmother Mm -hmm. and she was not well by the time I was like old enough to be aware of my grandmother. In fact, I was terrified to visit her in the nursing home and I like cowered out in the hallway I'm a highly sensitive, sensitive yeah. kind of creature. Is it, is it anyway, in- but she totally would have made all those like great, you know, Eastern European old lady foods. Oh, literally God. all of my ancestors would have been making this all the time. 
I feel sad that I did not get to is enjoy that. Is it in that. Poland where stuffed feel, cabbage is... also sad for her because the end of her life was shitty, but, you know. Okay. Okay. I just wanted <laughs> is it to in say Poland that. Where, no, that's okay. Is it in Poland where stuffed cabbage is called galumpkis or galumpkis? I'm not sure. Because I think... I think so and it's Which very is a fun perfect to say name for yeah. it. it's perfect okay go on wait a minute so tell me about the stuffed cabbage you've made oh so i've made the tamas and day lewis recipe for stuffed cabbage in the true style t-r-o-o what is true i think it's a place in somewhere in the uk n- no uh somewhere in europe i think okay, okay. let's let's pause and look this up okay True, Tierra or True, is a commune in central Val de Loire, France. Really? Mm hmm. Assuming that's the same, maybe, maybe there's more than one, but I, I assume that's the one because it's. Okay, well, okay, hold on. So tell me about her, the, the stuffed cabbages in the true style. Okay, this is uh, one of the best recipes of all time. I haven't made it in too long. I need to do it. You blanch some cabbage, I believe. You then, in a casserole, layer. A layer of cabbage, a layer of sausage, a layer of cabbage, a layer of sausage, and another layer of cabbage. I don't remember how many layers exactly, but it's it's cabbage on the bottom, cabbage on the top. Okay. And then you cover it and bake it for like three hours. And oh everything gosh. just melts together. Is there anything else? No, that's it. Those are the only ingredients. Will you post this recipe? Because this sounds remarkable. Yes, we need to figure out... Uh, uh, producer Abby, we need to figure out a way, a better way to like make sure people can find. I mean, it'll be in the show notes, so you can like look in your in your podcast player, and there'll be a link to that recipe, which I think is online. But it's it's we made it a little harder to find the actual episode page on the web. I think we'll that most people are just using their podcast apps. I think though. I think people are yeah, just think that's using fine. their apps. Yeah. Okay. Well, the stuffed cabbage I made, I think that it was possibly from All About Braising by Molly Stevens. So, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was it was a pretty classic one where you're bran- branching the cabbage leaves. Yes. You're blanching the cabbage leaves, stuffing them with a mixture of meat and other things, and then rolling them up and nestling them into a dish with like tomato sauce. Yep. Maybe it wasn't from Molly Stevens. I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it, it seems plausible that it could be. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, that most of us, when we think about stuffed cabbage, think of like a Eastern European, like r- rolled, like little burrito. Yes, and and those are and those are great. I always think about Eastern European burritos. Um, yeah, stuffed cabbage. I learned uh, probably dates back about two thousand years. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Is it? I think. <laughs> I think it is. Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk about other stuffed things. Okay, stuffed mushrooms. Stuffed mushrooms. So, do do people? Do you remember when portobello mushrooms first came on the market? I do. Were, are people still like into portobello mushrooms, and do people still want to stuff them with stuff, or do people just um, tend to stuff creminis? I I definitely saw less stuffed portobello than I anticipated when I went out looking for recipes. I went out like into into town. Into, yeah. Um, um, I was wearing a, a like I had a little reporter's notepad. Have you ever read um, the book Alice Let's Eat by Calvin Trillin? Yes, absolutely. Do you remember there's an essay in there about what he referred to and and what seems kind of a like a 
old, like a term we don't use anymore, continental food. Oh, yes. Continental cuisine. Yes. yes. And he talks about... La Maison de la Casa House. Yeah. That was his made of continental cuisine restaurant. <laughs> and he talks about all these dishes that are, are stuffed with things and then with like a cream sauce over it. So like a stuffed chicken breast with a cream sauce. Yep. This all being continental food. And he coins a term for the for these particular dishes and he calls them stuff stuff with heavy. Yes, I did remember that. I <laughs> thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever read when I first read it like 13 years ago. Yeah, it's great. Stuff stuff with heavy. Um, but stuffed mushrooms can be can be like a, you know, a canapé size thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Usually done with cremini's. Yes. I think of them being done with a brown mushroom. And like I feel like this is something that I really want to eat hot. So it's if it's been like going around on it or like sitting on a tray um, I was going to say like going around on a tray, which implied <laughs> that I'm going to a lot of parties where people are like bringing appetizers around on a tray. It's not uh, I, <laughs> like let, it. Let's be clear. Matthew's not going to a lot of parties where there are past hors d'oeuvres. Matthew, that's what those are called. Yes. Past hors d'oeuvres. No, I, I no, I only I only do future hors d'oeuvres. You only do stationary hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> I like if, if the hors d'oeuvre starts to move, I'm out of there. <laughs> okay, but so like this is something that I that I think is very tasty if it's hot, but if it like cools to room temperature, it kind of invokes my my like childhood phobia of, of room temperature foods, which maybe we haven't talked about before. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure we've talked about that. Can you give me some examples of other room temperature foods that are frightening to you? Um, like sandwiches. Is the is it a temperature issue? It's a temperature issue. Are you sure? What do you mean? Am I sure? So, so if you're presented with a hot sandwich, I love a hot sandwich. Really? This this is something that is that has waned considerably over time. You and Ash should should hang out. So Ash is a real sandwich person, and Ash loves hot sandwiches, which to me just wind up smelling like airplane food. Oh, I, I love hot I, sandwiches. I cannot. Paninis, I don't like uh, hot sandwiches. I don't. Toasted subs. Uh, no, um, absolutely not. I those don't. are the only two things I can think of. Like. Oh. Oh hot pa- pastrami. Yeah, Ash will frequently stop somewhere and get a hot sandwich, and and I don't like the smell of it. But there are there are lots of foods that don't smell great. That's true. Egg salad, for example. Oh yeah, big time. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about other stuffed things. God, this episode is long. Okay, Let's the, hurry the it last along. one. No, this is the last one I was able to come up with, uh, which is stuffed crust pizza. Although I feel like at the end we should we should just like. Uh, kind of riff and, and try putting stuffed before other things and just see if anything sticks? Sure. Okay. So uh, stuffed crust pizza originated at Pizza Hut in 1995, uh, which is the same year that Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness came out, the Smashing Pumpkins album, uh, an album that I consider the musical equivalent of stuffed crust pizza. How long did you work on that joke? Uh, long, like, like uh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me what you mean. Well, like, it's delicious, of course, but if you try and consume the whole thing at once, like, you'll you'll just end up kind of overloaded and sad. Will it, it'll fill you with infinite sadness? Maybe. Are there, wow, so, wait, that album, what, tell me what are some songs that are on that album? Oh, like, um, uh, Tonight, Tonight, uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Yeah. And, um, it's it's an intense album. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love that album, but there, it's very long. Oh, it's, it's long. It's a, it's a double album. It, it like it's like seventy two minutes long. Mm, I I didn't realize that. I never yeah. owned it. Oh yeah, I I still listen to it frequently because I uh, can't grow up. I guess I never I never got that into Smashing Pumpkins. I was more of like a Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, I was Soundgarden? Like, no, I did not like Soundgarden. Um, I still, there's something about Soundgarden that, like, I love Chris Cornell. As you know, I love Temple of the Dog. Yeah. But there's something about the sound of Soundgarden that makes me feel anxious. Like, there's something about it I do not care for. Well, I mean, yeah, they're 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 trying to like like establish a pretty brutal level of musical tension, I think. But I can listen to like Rage Against the Machine and not and just feel like swept up in it and and angry and stuff. Yeah, no, that's interesting. This this sounds like a job for one of those uh, one of those podcasts that takes apart a song. Hey, um, I like, think I uh, know one of those. Um, no, my podcast doesn't really do that. But your podcast like muses on music. That's true. Okay, we will definitely on Hidden Jukebox. My one of my other podcasts will do. We'll definitely do a Soundgarden and a Rage Against the Machine at some point. Oh, great! It's it's a podcast about '90s music, and those are '90s music. Those those are is '90s music. Mm-hmm. Back when the Bulls were on parade constantly. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So go on. Hot, oh, okay. So, hot so, dog so, stuffed crust. Right. So so they've tried stuffing the crust of pizza with various different things. The only one that really stuck was cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can still buy cheese stuffed crust pizza. Mostly, it's mostly a frozen pizza thing now. I think mm-hmm. uh, I bought a DiGiorno st- uh, cheese stuffed crust pizza that advertised on the box uh, over two and a half feet of cheese <laughs> in the crust. And I did the math. And I think it's true. How, but uh, do you mean like? Do you think it's like individual shreds of cheese laid out? No, I had that thought too, but no, I think the actual uh, circumference of the pizza is over two and a half feet. Oh, okay. Because like the diameter of the pizza is like uh, 10 inches maybe. And so- No, no, it's got to uh, be more than that, so like 12 inches. So the circumference is- No, no, uh, 10 inches would work. What's that ratio? Well, it's, it's, uh, what's it's that the equa- diameter equation? times pi. So, uh, so if it was a ten-inch diameter, that would make it uh, like 30. three, three point a third, a thirty-one 30, yeah. inch circumference, which is like two over two and a half feet. Wow! Right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, <laughs> stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. They Pizza Hut in particular has done hot dog stuffed crust pizza in various markets outside the U.S. For some reason, it, uh, as far as I could tell, this was never marketed in the U.S., even though it seems like it would work, right? Uh, it doesn't sound good to me, but I think it just sounds like a gimmick. Yeah, of course. Um, oh, so there's also sauce. I've seen sauce stuffed crust pizza, which which I've had and is kind of good. Oh, cool! I feel like that could be like um, really hot. It could be really hot. Yes, <laughs> temperature but hot. I think maybe I think maybe like by the time you eat the pizza down to the crust, it's cooled down enough. Oh, that's a good point. But probably, probably, I haven't seen it recently and probably it was because of lawsuits. Oh, Pizza Hut Australia made a pizza with a crust stuffed with miniature meat pies. Don't know what that means. Humans are endlessly inventive. Yeah. Oh, so by the way, you're not, we were not going to be eating any of that stuffed crust pizza because if I tried I to bake to. it now, like it would be ready like an hour from now. I don't want it. Okay. Okay, wait. Okay, let's try other stuffed things. Okay, stuffed, stuffed cookies. I think people have done that. Yeah. Uh, stuffed ice cream. Interesting. Well, like the the uh, Ben and Jerry's with the core. Oh, that's kind of stuffed. That ice is cream. kind of stuffed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, stuffed apples. That's kind of like baked apples that you put stuff in the middle of. Yeah. Okay. I think, okay. Stuffed, All right. Stuffed. Stuffed muffins. Oh, oh, oh like the ones like with the... like the frosting inside. Exactly. Yes. Uh, stuffed carrots. Nope. <laughs> 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 we finally finally found them that can't be done. Stuffed radishes. I think that could work. Like there, there are some pretty big radishes. What if radishes. you hollowed out a radish okay. with some sort of special coring device, like and a then, Dremel, and then filled it with like a you know like some sort of like a a Boursin mixture? 
I'm into that. Uh, yeah, I think, that, like, wait, would it be raw? But or... then uh, then you'd have to take it to a party where there were past hors d'oeuvres, and oh, then you'd have to leave. I just remembered. <laughs> That's right. I uh, Frequently, I will go to a party with some hors d'oeuvres. I pass them and then immediately run away. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> actually, that would be kind of the best case scenario for, for like, me coming to your party because <laughs> you would get free food and you wouldn't have to deal with my um, jack jackanapes. Is that the word I said earlier? <laughs> You get my canapes without my jack canapes. You panicked. Sorry, I panicked right there. Stuffed French toast. That's a thing I've had. Yes, that's a thing. Wife of the show, Lori, wanted me to be sure to mention. burgers. Yeah? Yeah. Like a Juicy Lucy? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, Wife of the show, Lori, wanted me to be sure to mention that the deviled egg recipe that she and her family have been making for decades is in a... Um, oh, wait. We're talking about deviled eggs? Better Homes and Gardens Junior Cookbook. The reason only is because in this Better Homes and Gardens Junior Cookbook for beginning cooks of all ages, published in 1972, deviled eggs, the deviled egg recipe is called Stuffed Eggs. Um, and my my theory on that was that they they didn't uh, the publisher didn't want to expose uh, teenagers who would be reading this book to the devil. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Okay, uh, stuffed noodles. Well, that's um, ravioli. Yeah, like manicotti ravioli. What if you Could took you what s- if you took a bucatini and stuffed it? I was it? just going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay, wow, that sounds fun. All right, uh, we should let's let's we're not going to do better than that. Okay. All right. You well, need like a hypodermic needle, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So anyway, you found us already. Yeah. You can find us on all kinds of podcast platforms. Please leave us a review and uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash build milk podcast. That's the best way to let us know which stuffed foods that we forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, com. Look in the show notes for the recipe links, like the stuffed cabbage in the true style, assuming, assuming that recipe is online. Our producer is Abby Circatella. Mm-hmm. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Did you already tell them I that? I did. Oh, whoops. Instagram <laughs> at Spilled Milk Podcast. I think I posted something within the last two months. I think you did. Yeah. Um, well, soon. Hold on. Wait, when is this airing? Soon. We're going on our corporate retreat. So, uh, so you know, check in next week, I think, and you'll see that we might be posting some stuff from yes, our corporate retreat. Yes, and producer retreat. Abby is coming on the corporate retreat with us, and she will force us to Instagram. She will. Okay. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Stop rustling your papers. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. I'm Molly. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, God, here we go again. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 